because it is the grand old seat of precious freedom and democracy no 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 it's not the greenery turning golden ball the scenery circling from song strikes the chord because what are we today Mallory? We are, well we discussed the terminology but Natalie likes to refer to it as homeowners. We're homeowners. We're all Washington. homeowners. Washington <laughs> we signed our lease. We're going back to Washington DC. It's paradise to me. <laughs> yes. And who's here today? We have another special guest, probably the most anticipated guest, even more than emergency. Stop! <laughs> Stop! Who are you, guest? Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Natalie. I am friends with Ruby and Maui. We're not really friends, we're more like very subtle acquaintances. Um, but they begged me to be here. So we only just I, met. I, I can, we only just met. <laughs> Um, no, I met Ruby and Mallory at the start of my freshman year in GW, and we've been absolutely inseparable ever since, only until COVID forced us apart. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're all best friends, and we all turned homeowners today. <laughs> we're going to live in little shoebox apartments, but at least we got a balcony. <laughs> we're going to be home. Yeah, we're going to be home. We're going to make it home, and we're going to be together, which is the most important thing. Yeah been way too long apart so it's been a long time coming how long has it been <gasps> it's almost so october 13th will make it what seven months uh, <laughs> oh. is that true wow be a couple months i know <laughs> we thought it would be like three weeks i remember I, <laughs> we were all like crying in natalie's room oh, and we're like i can't believe we're not gonna see each other until september and now it's october <laughs> and we're like i guess january <laughs> we're like hopefully january we have the blinds drawn and we're playing katie's sad music <laughs> we're, <crying. laughs> we're all sitting on the floor in a circle <laughs> all bawling on the floor but now i feel like a definite degree a definite weight of uncertainty has been lifted now that yeah. we are homeowners and now we put the control back in our hands. That's GW can't. GW yeah. can't come for us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the law can. <laughs> I don't know. 
um, Natalie, I feel like that's going to be the tape that they play back in court one day. Be like, <laughs> did you say this? GW can't come for me anymore. <laughs> Only the law. Natalie inflates my ego because she thinks I'm funny. So, catch me doing stand up later. It's because of Natalie. <laughs> but no, I think it's definitely coming at the right time. I just hung up with Callista, who's another um, girl in our friend group. And we were just saying that we're happy. Oh my God. Is your Alexa talking? I just found out, or I just remembered that I have like a first a first generation Alexa. And so I got bored the other day and I plugged it in, but I never got it started. So that's what that was. It just started it. Anyway. It's self-aware. Okay. So anyway, Callista, who's another, um, my, my best friend and another girl in our friend group, was just mentioning how we're sort of grateful that we had this semester um, to sort of plan ourselves out because I know that the process of finding an apartment and signing a lease is definitely something that we didn't want to rush. So um, I'm grateful that we have this time. Also, it definitely definitely restricted the travel that we could have had, if that makes sense. So we would have had to fly home for Thanksgiving and then fly back and then fly home for the holidays. Um, and so just safety precautions wise, I think it was the right thing to stay home this semester, but I'm really excited to see you guys again. So yeah. it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I just had a flashback of that week where we all left and we were crying. I think we said goodbye to Emma. She loaded up her minivan <laughs> and then we were all sobbing. Right. And then immediately after I got in the elevator with like half the baseball team and I'm just sitting there <laughs> crying in the corner and they just were like, yeah, it was not cute. <laughs> Everybody was crying. I think it's just a very emotional moment because I feel like we were all being very optimistic saying, oh, it's only going to be a few weeks. But I feel like deep down, we all kind of knew or like yeah. didn't want to know, but there was still that worry inside that it would be longer. So um, I think it was very emotional. But now if we're going to take something from this quarantine, I'm very grateful that I got to spend so much time with my family because yeah. I'm really close with my parents. I'm really happy that we got to spend so much time together. And also, I feel like we're never going to take seeing each other in person without a mask, without worrying about social distancing. We're going to put so much more value to that. You know, we're never going to take it for granted ever again. We're never going to take living in D.C. for granted again. Yeah, yeah we're even going good. to the grocery store and like getting like a pint of ice cream just because we wanted to. Oh going to Walgreens or CVS. CVS. We yeah. have <laughs> um, just going to CVS and just seeing everybody. We're going to put a new appreciation to that for yeah, sure. I, I miss seeing the pharmacists at CVS. <laughs> oh, and using uh, Katie's grandparents' rewards card number. <laughs> Aggie's. Aggie's phone number. Aggie's phone number to get that rewards. And the I still use it on this day. We're never going to take it for granted again. Never. Yeah. I think and like the fact that we all stayed so close and it's been mm -hmm. almost, it's been like seven months and the fact that we like all talk every day. Yeah. What kind of friendship is that? Yeah, yeah, that's why we're like forever friends. I know. Forever and it was friends. so quick because at least like for Ruby, I met Ruby on the first day, but for Natalie and Calista, I didn't find you guys until like a few months in and then Katie, Emma and Chris, I didn't find until February. Mm -hmm. and I literally had like a month and a half with them and wow. then and Ari and then we left and still we're friends and still we text and snapchat and send things to each other and I'm just so glad we found our group even if it like we've spent 
like three times the amount of time, if not more, <laughs> apart than we did together, but we're still so close. It's just a new appreciation. So and I'm very, I feel like this is definitely hitting the senior classes and the freshman classes really hard, just mm -hmm. because this was such precious time for their college experience. But I'm very, I feel very grateful that we were at least able to meet each other, you know? Yeah. yeah and that's, man, that's something that maybe I hadn't considered until, until a few weeks ago, but I said, I have them, you know what I mean? And I know that it's hitting the freshman class and the senior class certainly very hard. So mm -hmm. stay strong because whenever, I'm so excited for the freshmen to come to campus and to meet oh, sort gosh. of their group and to hopefully live in a dorm. Um, security permitting just because living in a dorm is fun your first year because yeah. that's how you meet people yeah natalie i think you need to be an ra like this energy oh my gosh so good freshman ra you'd be so good people I was, come to your events i was the unofficial ra of the whole building because i was everybody's mom literally yeah. i would bring tea when people in my in my hallway were sick <laughs> literally yeah i dull chow to shame <laughs> oh, stop. She was the best. But um, no, I feel like I just always have this very maternal energy with my friends. I have the mom bag. I bring the snacks. She has a big tote bag. She's I the one who made me buy hand sanitizer back in like the first week of March. Because like, my hand the sanitizer. corona thing might affect us. And I'm like, no, it won't. <laughs> right. Oh my God. The same water bottle as one of my teammates. <laughs> We went together to 7-Eleven. God, the first buy. I remember, so I've been very active viewing TikToks this quarantine. <laughs> and I realize, I think it's so funny when people post quarantine or quarantines, when people post TikToks with audios or with songs that were from like the first phase of quarantine. Yeah. And people saying like Tiger King and um, with coffee. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> We've aged all there back when there was like going back to the point of like a hand sanitizer shortage and nobody nobody knew you know what I mean I feel like it hit us so fast that this is real this is in the U.S. now I say this is real is like this is you know affecting this country so it was that span of we're realizing that it's serious here and then being sent home was like five days Mm -hmm. So we just, we had to grow up very fast. Also very good takeaway from that silver lining. I feel like this has forced us to grow up really quickly yeah. and take responsibility for ourselves, check in with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just so, it was fast, but we've grown up a lot because of it. I feel like everybody has. Yeah. I, I, saw just, I feel like I know myself better now. Yeah. There's been a lot of evolution. I was going to say, I <laughs> I've, I saw a TikTok that was like, do you remember like the moment you realized that like Corona like was going to affect you? And I do remember it was like January and I was with Emma, Katie and our friend Julia. We were studying for the econ midterm and we were sitting in Marvin and Julia was in a public health class and she was like, guys, like my professor was telling us today, um, you know, like Corona is going to impact us. Like it's going to impact our daily life. And we're like, no, it's no. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, like I don't know what extent, but like it's going to impact us. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and then like two months later, ooh. Ruby, when was your like epiphany moment? I'm trying to think. It was after practice, like a afternoon practice, and um, Billy like rounded us all up and he's like, oh, I have some news. 
Billy's our coach, by the way. And he's like, by the way, um, our entire season just got canceled through April. And so we were all like, oh my gosh, April, like we're going to skip all these qualifying events. We can't even, that's like, we can't even. April of 2020. April of 2020. (laughs) And then we're like, we can't even practice. And next weekend after April 1st is Prosser, which is like the biggest regatta, qualifying regatta of the year. And then the next day he's like, actually guys, athletics is kicking us all off campus and the entire season was canceled. I feel like the first moment where I felt scared, so I was obviously in Washington, we were all on campus. One of the first cases in the Southern region of the United States was in Atlanta and it was in my county, which is Fulton County. I feel like that's when I started to feel scared for the first time because that's where context, that's where my parents live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I started to feel scared. And I just remember calling, uh, I feel like I called my dad and I was like, there's a case. And this was when there were maybe one or two cases in the county mm-hmm. and I was already so scared. And so now think of that, like in the perspective of today, thousands and thousands of cases, not that we're not scared, but just that we weren't prepared for it anticipating it at all and um I just called my parents and I just got scared and then that week the last week I flew home on March 13th there was something and everybody was dealing with this but we had to call Delta and we had to get the flights and all the flights were filling up and then and I just remember calling my dad and my dad was like maybe you can stay there like if you're not comfortable getting on a plane don't get on a plane and I feel like I just texted him or I called him I can't remember which I'm very close with my dad this was obviously with my mom too but um I just called him and I just said like get me home I just said I want to come home if this is as serious as people think it's going to be which is when it was like the height of when we were all by ourselves in Washington um I just said, find a way to get me home. And we came home and Isabel did too. So once again, just very grateful that thank God we're all safe and all of you guys are safe. So, yeah, it's very good. And is your sister back in New York now? She is back in New York. She signed lease for an apartment starting in the fall. So she is in New York right now with her friends um, and she's really happy. This is her senior year of college. So I think she's really happy to be with her friends. Um, This obviously hit her really hard as it did all of us. Um, So she's happy to be with her friends. Her friends are so cool. We love them. Mm -hmm. So they're all sharing a little apartment and from as far as I know, she's staying safe. So that's great. She's getting her BFA in theater, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she goes to Tisch. At NYU, which is the School of Performing Arts. That's very, isn't that like the most prestigious one in the country or something? I hardly, people ask me that. I hardly know anything about those programs. Obviously, I wasn't looking into those programs when I was applying, <laughs> but um, she loves it. She loves NYU. She's the theater daughter and you are the politics daughter. Ooh. <laughs> 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 How many Elliott students in one Zoom call? I know. Holly, are you officially an Elliott student now? I am not officially. I have my No. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like technically taking the classes and stuff for it, but um, I can't transfer in until I finish the classes from this semester because then you have to take like five prereqs. So I need all of those. (laughs) 
everybody give me a second. I'm wondering why it's saying that my meeting is going to end in eight minutes. Yeah, yeah that's not for me too. We might, it wants me to upgrade, but sometimes it extends it for free. I think it would say the meeting has been upgraded. Normally. Should we like end it? And <laughs> Mally's like, they'd give us a heads up. No, they know. Yeah, they'll usually say, I feel like it wouldn't, they never put this on before they give the gift. <laughs> okay, so we can do it until it runs out and then add another one or like wait till like two kind minutes of left. An element of surprise to this meeting. Yeah. Sort so of we'll wait till there's two minutes left and then I'll just edit the two clips together when <laughs> one of us will. <laughs> For our listeners, this is behind the scenes. <laughs> Let's cut this out. We'll see. We'll see if editing Mallory remembers or has the patience to edit this out. <laughs> um, Keep it. Should we transition into Natalie's song recommendation, perhaps? Ooh, I can put it on my song recommendation. A little bit of backstory is this is my favorite artist at the moment. Um, for, I guess, your listeners don't know. Um, my dad is Peruvian, so I speak Spanish at home with him, and I speak English with my mom. So um, I'm bilingual, and I have, in recent years, just fallen in love with Spanish music. Um, and this particular artist, his name is Camilo. And he is, he's so talented and so passionate about his work. It's really inspiring. And he just married his girlfriend of many, many years. Um, and they're just the cutest couple ever. So this is a song that he presented to the world and that he premiered in a music video where him and his newlywed wife were moving into their first house together. So it's really special, really adorable video. It's called Vida de Rico, if anybody wants to look it up. Um, but yeah, really adorable video. And so this just really lifted up my spirits. So if you can find it on Spotify, I did. Ooh, yay. So yeah. Vida de Rico. Your accent's so perfect. Oh, thanks, Ruby. Wow. So beautiful. All right, here we go. <laughs> Yo puedo ofrecerte una vida muy interesante Pero depende para ti que es interesante Si estás pensando en discotecas, carros y diamantes Entonces puede que para ti sea insignificante No es vida de rico, pero se pasa bien rico Y si en la casa no alcanza para el aire te pongo abanico Yo no tengo para darte ni un peso Pero si sí puedo darte mis besos Para sacarte yo tengo poquito Pero es gratis bailar pegadito Yo no tengo para abrirte champaña Pero si sí cervecita en la playa Aunque es poco lo que yo te ofrezco Con orgullo Todo lo que tengo es tuyo Mentira, decir que ahora mismo puedo darte el viaje que tú te mereces. No ser Europa, pero el sol cayendo desde mi balcón, medio se le parece. Y yo que tú no me acostumbraría a estar aquí en estas cuatro paredes. Haría todo por
Yo no tengo para darte ni un peso, pero sí puedo darte mis besos. Para sacarte yo tengo poquito, pero es gratis bailar pegadito. Yo no tengo para abrirte champaña, pero sí se lo hiciste en la playa. Aunque es poco lo que yo te ofrezco con orgullo, todo lo que tengo es tuyo. That was really sweet. I don't know what they were saying, but it sounded really happy. It's just you. You don't need to know what they're saying. His voice is so... But um, no, he's so, so talented. So when he came out with that video, it got me really excited. Also because homeowners, which I think that should definitely be the name of this episode, if I have any say in it. Um, <laughs> homeowners, I saw him and he became a homeowner. So I'm like, we're basically the same person. Right, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, you're his wife, right? Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> you're his wife. Um, I'm your daughter. <laughs> that was really nice. Okay, it looks like our meeting's about to end, and it's not going to upgrade it for us. I will end this recording session and send you a new link. Okay, perfect. See you in a new Zoom room. Mwah. Cute. So after that brief intermission where our Zoom, we were rejected from Zoom, um, mm -hmm. we listened to a great song, we took a bathroom break, it was good, and now we're back on air. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Thanks, Even Mallory. Never ended for you, mm -hmm. our listeners. Ended it gave us. me the perfect time to, Kate hand-delivered, I'll show you, this pasta for me. And oh, in the yeah. like, three minutes that we had, I like gobbled the whole thing and now it's delicious. I'm feeling refreshed. I have realized that is a really bad habit that I want to start to break is I eat so quickly and I drink like my Starbucks so quickly, like I'm in a rush. I can't and stop. I'm not a race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, my mom would always say like, It's going to go it's going to write an ending to the file. Now I can end the meeting and 
um, it's converting, right? It wasn't converting uh, earlier. And it's creating here my MP4 file, and we just have to wait now. And it's ready. So and it's done. We can open the file and the video plays. The play the video plays just fine. I have recovered my the present. Is this superpower? Yeah. But I always eat as if I'm in a rush and I just will drink an iced coffee just so quickly and it's not good for your digestion. Digestion to drink or eat so quickly. I need to start. Uh -uh. What are your guys' go-to coffee, tea, whatever orders? I love it. Natalie's going first because I just decided <laughs> that I'm going first. I, every now and then during Zoom University when I want to treat myself, I will go and drive through because the Starbucks that I drive through, um, they're always wearing masks, like put it on a tray and then put the tray out the little drive-through yeah. window. So it's completely contactless, um, iced chai. And so that has, will forever for the rest of my life be a coffee order um, that I will always have. And so what I like about iced chai is that it's a little bit of coffee and a lot of milk because I have not done well with a lot of coffee and a little bit of milk. So this is the perfect little balance. Um, but just recently I realized that I was spending an absurd amount of money that could have gone somewhere more constructive. It could have gone elsewhere other than iced coffees from Starbucks. So I started making my own using the Trader Joe's spicy chai mix. That that comes sounds in a so little. good. So yummy. Next. But that's, wow. that's my coffee order. Amazing. Mallory, what's yours? Okay, so I was under the impression that I did not like coffee. Every time everyone wants iced coffee, I tried it many times. Same thing with boba. You know, I've realized don't go with other people's things because if you look and you find something, you, there might be something on there that other people aren't getting that you, you like. So that's what I learned with boba. I found a flavor I finally like. But with coffee, the thing is, I like hot coffee. I don't like iced coffee. I just like hot coffee. And I'm like, I do like Starbucks, but what I've been doing lately is my dad has an espresso machine, which is very bougie. Um, so I've been stealing his, well, he knows I'm doing it, but I've been using his Nespresso pods and putting oat milk and um, caramel almond milk creamer in it. And it's really good. And I do that whenever I'm like getting up absurdly early for nannying. <laughs> Yummy. Oh my gosh. This sounds so good. I cannot disagree with you more. I cannot tolerate any sort of hot drink ever. I will only drink hot coffee in the morning. Because I'm cold in the morning because it's like 64 degrees. So I wrap Always myself in my blanket. I wrap myself in my blanket every morning with my cup of coffee and then sit in my computer. And then after the morning, like as soon as 11 hits, that's iced coffee time. <laughs> and so like if I go to Duncan, my sister and I have been going to Duncan more. I'll get like a cold brew with oat milk. I call ahead to make sure they have oat milk because frequently they're out. <laughs> I'm a 40-year-old white woman. And then I get half unsweetened vanilla syrup and half caramel swirl mm -hmm. it's so good but if i'm at home i just pour the cup add some sugar and some almond milk very good i like it but i did get this maple syrup flavored creamer like almond milk creamer so good mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Let me tell you, I used to be crazy in high school. I was completely unhinged when it came to coffee in high school because I would drive out of my way on the way to school to go to Duncan because mm-hmm. I was for certain, absolutely 1000% sure that Duncan coffee tasted better than Starbucks. And I still think when it comes to like cold brew coffee, because that's what I used to drink in high school. I don't know why. Um, I used to get, I think the base of it is their cold brew. Oh my God. I look back at it now. I just don't know how I did that. Like multiple times a week, the largest size of their iced mochas. (laughs) How did I, how did I do that so much? And I look at like old Snapchat memories of me because I was, I would always have one. My friends would get them for me when I was having a bad day. Like they just the largest size iced mocha. Um, but still, if the once in a blue moon when I do have um, coffee from Starbucks, I think that Duncan is better. I'm going to try and find a picture of me drinking this enormous coffee. We'll put it on the Instagram. Is yeah. that a mental note we should be taking that if you're having a bad day, should we get you some iced mocha? Well, no, I don't drink it anymore. I've completely lost that, that tolerance. Iced chai, of course. Okay, Ooh. iced chai, we'll go for it. I know I have a picture. Oh my goodness. No, an iced chai from Uptowner in the law school. Have you ever been there? I still haven't been there. I've only been once and it was maybe four minutes before a lecture started in Elliot. So I, when I say I ran in and I ran out. <laughs> you were late um, to that lecture. I didn't enjoy myself. I didn't like have a moment there. But Ruby, tell us I about it. I love Uptowner. I don't, I didn't sit in there very often. Like when it got cold, well, when it was warm, I'd sit outside and then it was cold. I would try to find a spot, but I would go in between like econ and Chinese because I had like 25 minutes, get my vanilla iced coffee or get like a chai. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Get a bagel. Because uh, if I didn't, so I would Chinese lecture. I would. I did fall asleep once. She yelled at me. Oh, <laughs> She's like, Guayangchi, which is my Chinese name. So yeah. <laughs> it's so good actually like I'm learning so much it's kind of fun um the drill class is at 6 45 in the morning but I get to see Nia Lausher's face first thing I roll out of bed and I see Jing Nia it's good to see her and then you showed us the picture of the Duncans please send that to me yeah send it to us I no, no absolutely not I'm so ashamed. I'll find another picture. No, I like that one. It has the caption in all caps. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how I did it so often. I don't know why. Anyways. It made your brain smart. Yeah. And then my lecture, the teacher divided it up into like two sections. So we don't have to sit in front of the computer for 75 minutes. And then he does like two interactive sections. So it's really fun. Yeah. Are you in French this semester, Natalie? Yes. I am, and I love my professor. She's absolutely fabulous. Um, Have it three times a week, which is what I'm used to. Now, it's sort of in the routine, you know, even though nothing about this semester is normal, I really like my schedule, and I feel like I've sort of gotten into the rhythm of when I have to be in class. Um, I think I should send in this picture. This is me when I I had to go to the doctor, and I'm wearing three masks and a face (laughs) shield. Three masks. I love that. (laughs) I am such an old lady so scared uh, to go outside in the outside world so I'm gonna send this one thank you you're cautious though because you said you haven't like met up with like friends even in seven months 
Um, so Katie, Rose, and Amanda, shout out to them. Um, my best friends who still live here in Atlanta, um, they came over twice or three times, um, but it was always like a social distance play date. Um, mm -hmm. And Katie Rose would bring her dog and we can, um, and Rose could play around with them. Um, but that was all at a complete distance. But in terms of like having people in the house, none whatsoever, mm -hmm. um, which is good because it's definitely kept us safe. Definitely. We've been keeping our guard up this whole time. Um, and also, I feel like my parents and I are just getting so close. Like, when we can't have friends over, like, we're each other's friends, you know? So um, it's nice to, to have company with them. They're fabulous. So we've been spending a lot of time together. That's nice. Tell us about what did you do this afternoon with your parents that you were talking about earlier? Oh, yeah. So to celebrate home ownership, um, <laughs> my dad made a really special chicken dish thing. Um, and we had chicken together and we just watched movies. That's my favorite time. It technically felt like a Sunday for me because I didn't have any classes yesterday because of fall break, but Sundays in the Jordan house are just the best days. Cause we just, I try to get a lot of work done on Saturday so that we can spend time together. Um, and we just lay around, watch movies and have a yummy lunch. So, um, our favorite new meal, what we're calling it is Liner because we would eat at around like three o'clock, which is too late for lunch, but too early for dinner. Um, and so, yeah, just, I really miss those family nights, family afternoons, um, when I was in college. So I've had an ample amount of them during this quarantine, um, and we're just loving it. So today we watched Hundred Foot Journey, which is one of our favorite movies on Netflix. Um, we watched that and we ate yummy chicken dish to celebrate homeownership. Oh, that makes me so <laughs> Can we do that? I also promise, I promised myself that I wouldn't mention this. But yes, listeners, Rose was there. The queen? I, what? Ruby? No, stop. I'm so upset with her. Like, why does she look like that? I, I have to give her a little shout you. out. For context, what is her Instagram? For context, her Instagram is clumber.spaniel.rose. Oh, that face. Everyone needs to go look at it right now. It is, it's so smushed. It's so cute. And she's, it's her world. We're just living in it, you know? Exactly. Um, the fame has definitely gotten to her head. I think that she has more followers than I do. Instagram. <laughs> I recently, I don't know if anybody else has also fallen down this rabbit hole on TikTok, but I found otter TikTok, O-T-T-R, yeah. like baby otters. And they look just like Rose. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I found Otter TikTok. So if anybody wants to find a new rabbit hole to fall down on TikTok. She has more TikTok. followers than me. A dog. She has almost a thousand followers. followers. And but she's politically active. She is a woke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most recent post. She has a Biden she's Harris. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. How I she was gonna post a picture to, that we took today in front of the Biden Harris sign we put outside. Yes, post that. Inside scoop. My face looks a little rough, but that's okay. Yeah. Everyone looks a little rough next to Rose and Her Majesty. We all, literally, there's no way that you can do any better than she can. There's just no way. She's so cute. Yeah, Natalie texted us ahead of time and said, we're not mentioning Rose because the fame has gotten to her head. But, like, it always comes to this. It always comes up. I get random pictures of Rose from Natalie. It's, like... Oh, oh, she's so sweet. She is. I love her very much. 
I love dogs. Oh, you know what I think we should talk about? Hmm. Um, we were discussing before. Um, we're all in the same sociocultural anthropology class. And Natalie had a very cool story for our first assignment. Oh, do you want me to tell it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, my dad's from Peru. His family is from a very small town in the north called Iquitos. And there's like a little town square. It's like a little town, but surrounding it and all around it is the Amazon rainforest. And so what happened was my grandmother's father, my great-grandfather, went in with some men, and I believe they were there to clear some trees. And so this area around Iquitos, which is the town, um, just very thick, dense, rainforest, woods, all of that. Um, And so they were going, they were clearing the trees, and suddenly my great-grandfather and the men were ambushed by um, this group of indigenous people from an indigenous tribe that lived in that part of the Amazon. And so what happened was, the way that my father has described it to me, um, I never got to meet my great-grandfather. He um, passed away when my dad was very little. And what happened, the way that it has been described to me, is that he was like standing, let's say point A, and like right in front of him, somebody came out with a machete out of, from behind this tree, um, and just whacked like this, and whacked him from his, about his temple, down to his mouth, um, and just whacked him, there was blood and everything. They managed to get him out, and he, he survived the attack. He um, married my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother is 104 years old. Now she's fabulous. She still goes to the casino. She's wonderful. (laughs) She lives um, in Lima still. Um, He managed to survive. My father remembers meeting him very well. And just for the rest of his life, had this tremendous scar down from his temple to his face. And my Grandma, um, I hate that this is radio and that we can't show them what we're seeing, mm-hmm. but um, I got a few pictures of him right when I sent in the, uh, the report for sociocultural anthropology. So if any of the listeners are going to take this class, sociocultural anthropology is you're analyzing cultures, analyzing different customs and rituals. And so this was one of our first assignments. So it was really fun to talk about him. That's a yeah, we can attach a picture on the Instagram. Ruby, I don't think I knew about yours, um, but man, just so many stories. And I feel like it was great to be able to write something so personal for the first, yeah. for the first thing. No, so. seriously. Yeah, the TAs now really, they, they know a lot about us. <laughs> <laughs> like right out of the gate, whoa. It's like, oh, like tell us your family secrets, please. <laughs> um, but... I am really enjoying the course. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm really enjoying it so far. A little bit. I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> I think if it were in person, like, I don't know if you guys watched, there was a clip that he told us to watch last week about like these Japanese men ordering from a French restaurant. And I don't know, like, I just feel like that's something that like, and he's like, watch it on your own time. But that's something that would be so fun, like sitting in a lecture of like 300 people. And he's like, okay, we're going to stop lecturing and like, 
watch this movie clip and analyze it. Like, I miss that. And that would be like such a fun little break at like 10 a.m. rather than just like taking notes. But it yeah. feels so much more like work. I definitely feel like anthropology from my schedule is the class that I would how do I phrase this? It's like the class that I want most to be able to attend in person, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, maybe because the lectures are all pre-recorded and we've seldom been able to meet the professor in real time, but I'm just so interested in the subject. And um, yeah, I feel like in person, it would be so cool. You would be able to meet everybody. I miss meeting people. Yeah. I feel like I just wanted to be like that upperclassman. I don't know if I've like, I probably said this story on air before, but like my first class ever was politics and film. And I walked in my backpack and my quirky little haircut and oh. <laughs> got done like next to an upperclassman. Like I didn't know. And I turned and I was like, what's your name? I'm Mallory. And they're like, oh, I'm whatever. Okay. And then they like turned to their friend and like completely ignored me. Oh. And Oh, and I think I even said, like, oh, is this your first class? This is my first class ever at GW. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and I just want to be, like, the person where, like, because I, I I didn't know anyone. Like, I just, like, want to help, like, the freshmen and stuff. Like, I want to make friends. Or even upperclassmen. Like, making friends in classes is always so fun. I love mm -hmm. class friends. Yeah. I think breakout rooms kind of do help with that, though. Like, I've formed some bonds with people in the breakout room. Definitely. Hot you what? I like breakout rooms. It's a hot take, but. Yeah, depending on the class, but generally, I mean, I think if the students kind of share the same sentiment, like if we're all stressed about an assignment and we like join the breakout room and we start ranting about it, like that breaks the ice real quick. <laughs> I had a breakout room the other day and it was so sweet. And we just all, oh, we did the activity and then we were just like checking in on each other like so what have you guys done and stuff um and it was really nice and I definitely miss oh man I'm thinking back about like my first classes and like how did I sit somewhere like I didn't know anybody and so that was really comforting coming in as a freshman and my parents just kept repeating it and my parents were like nobody knows anybody you know what I mean everybody was in the same shoes so um but yeah, I remember, oh, like first classes ever. Like little backpacks. <laughs> so excited. Oh my gosh. What was, I don't even remember my first class. <laughs> I think yeah. I something. Do you guys remember what you wore on the first day of school ever? Yes, yeah. I have a picture. I think here. about it. I think we always do it. My very strange short haircut, a gray tank top with striped blue sweater. These Aww. jeans were too big for me, but I thought they were cool. And my Doc Martens. It was oh, like 75 degrees outside, but I was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone needs to see. I'm a Doc Martens type of girl. Literally. Like, this was fine. I had a Karen haircut. <laughs> I love that haircut. With we, which we later described, it it is a may I please speak to your manager haircut. <laughs> um, and I just, I put so much hairspray in that day. My, it looks like I'm wearing a bumpet. But I love what I wore. I wore little sparkly toms and I'm going to show a picture. Ooh. A little polka dot dress. So cute. Oh, that's so cute. I love that dress. Um, and yeah, I was just so ready. I think, I feel like everybody was just so ready. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember during orientation, I think Natalie was wearing a blazer. I can't remember. But <laughs> yeah, I saw you walking with the whole group of people leading a conversation. You had like people circled around you and you were oh, like, yeah, totally. go to the auditorium. <laughs> yeah. And that I was thinking, crazy. What are you talking about? On the first week? Yeah, what during orientation. You had about it. I didn't know I didn't even know my name. Somebody would ask me what my name was. I'd be like, oh what? It could have been honestly, it could have been your roommates and I just like don't remember because I didn't know them but I specifically remember you and like I was trying to find Smith Center or something and I asked you if you knew where you were going and you were like yeah honey let's go and, you, and I thought you were an RA for months until Calista I was like I'm funny oh god you're in the squad that's so I was like okay she'll keep me safe you were an RA I was so enthusiastic. I still am so enthusiastic about college. I love college. Um, oh, Ruby, do you want to tell the story of how we met? Oh my gosh. Do you remember when we met? It was at the National Student Leadership Conference with a focus of international affairs and diplomacy. I had just turned 15, right? Was I that old? Too? I think I was 15. I must have been 15. Natalie was a star she had these beautiful glasses always wore this like little cape thing from nordstrom because i asked oh, her, my blazer cape the blazer <laughs> cape was so cool i was jealous and she had all these spanish-speaking friends and i was like oh my gosh who's that girl and then we were in new york city together i said natalie how do i say this particular bad word and you told <laughs> and that's how i learned how to say a particular bad word so that's from natalie that's fabulous yeah and on the last day um, you were sobbing as you got on your bus and everybody's like bye natalie and you're like ah! <laughs> uh, but that's how ruby and i met and it was really sweet because ruby and i met and then we immediately we realized that we were both going to gw and so we we found each other yeah. and then that's how and then i how saw you all like like over here <laughs> best friends on the zoom call Literally. Mm -hmm. First time I saw you at GW, I was like, it's Natalie. And then I went over to you and you were like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not lonely anymore. <laughs> oh, B, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. Mm -hmm. And then we all found out, I think that what definitely catalyzed, is that a word? Yeah. Catalyst? Catalyzed? Catalyst. Our friendship was that we all lived in the same building. I you think that that's what made it extra special. Yeah, we talked to Rumi last week about the power of Madison. Honestly, like, it would have been kind of nice in retrospect. Like, if I could go back and tell myself something, I would say, like, live with multiple roommates. Because I think, like, a quad is would be so fun. Mm -hmm. And also, like, maybe live... I mean, I guess we wouldn't have found each other, but, like, living in Thurston, I think, could have been a really cool experience. Like, don't be as afraid of it as I was. But, like, Madison had so many... Like... And if you met someone that happened to live in Madison, that was an immediate connection. Like, that's how I met Julia and Lloyd and other people. Like, if you met someone that lived in Thurston and you lived in Thurston, Never gonna see them. Like, okay. <laughs> but like Madison, I don't know. And you would always run into people. It was such a cute little community. It was. In the basement, use the basement kitchen. Sylvia and I used to like meal prep in the basement kitchen because they had free paper towels. <laughs> I would meal prep on the fourth floor. 
Yeah, this is the best kitchen. What, what floor? Was it the third floor kitchen that was like so tiny? And we thought the people who were on the fourth floor thought that the rest of the kitchens were like that. And then we, oh, we should tell the story. Who was there? Ruby, were you there? Maui, I don't know if you were there. Um, the meal that we all made when it was parents weekends. I was like, not, I, was I don't there. think I met you guys. Anyway, it was parents weekend and those students whose parents didn't come, we had like a big pot, like <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, um, me. So we had just like, we all just prepped a really big dinner for everybody. Um, and that was the first time that I saw the kitchen on another floor and saw that it was tiny. So, yeah, moral of the story. I had a shopping cart. Live on the fourth floor. It's the best floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody got a shopping cart from Giant, which is in Tinley Town. Don't know how it got too foggy and put it in the kitchen. And I would always like put my bag of stuff on there. I'm like, oh, it's a new countertop. <laughs> I remember, I forget when this was. I remember that we were cooking in the kitchen in Madison. I guess it was on the fourth floor. And somebody came, it was like, he had filled up a shower caddy with like food and plates. I can't remember, he had brought all his stuff anyway. And we didn't seem like a familiar face. And Madison is pretty small that I probably came in contact with everybody in the building at some point, like in the elevator. And this was a new face. So I said, oh, what floor do you live on? He goes, oh, I live in Thurston. I just come yep. here to cook. And I, I found that to be so funny. I was there. He like showed up and was like, do you guys have any Ziploc bags? Like, no. <laughs> you remember Avery's spice cart? <laughs> you would rumble that past my room all the time. And I'd be like, what? I like, don't know what that is. What is that? He, he had like a metal cart that he put full of spices and he would like make one. very little dishware on it. It was mostly spices. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. And he would, I love that. The six is the complete other side of the floor mm -hmm. than the kitchen. So he would go past every single room with his metal <laughs> cart and then, like, end up there. Like, there goes Avery. Oh, yeah. that is so And he would bring funny. his panini press and make paninis. And then when oh, they were doing room checks, yeah. I gave the panini press to somebody in another dorm to protect it. <laughs> Are you not allowed to have a panini press? Apparently not, but guess who what we can have when we live in our new apartments. A panini press and a toaster. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, no, please hmm? We can have a blender and make smoothies because it's noisy. I want to get one of those Nutribullet things so you can make the smoothie in the size of the cup that you're going to drink it from. Wow. But um, with the entire fourth floor as my witness, <laughs> The best meal that I ever made in the Madison kitchen were Natalie's walnut brownies. This was the best meal that has ever been made in that kitchen since when was the university found? 1821? 1821. 1821. 1821. Uh, were Natalie's walnut brownies. They were fabulous, monumental. So when we all join together in the spring, we'll have a charcuterie board on the Walnut yes. brownies. Anything else? <laughs> each other. Each other. We will have each other. <laughs> wow, guys, home ownership. What a time in our lives. This is such a big time for us. Really uh, I literally, I can't wait. I was texting Calista and I was like saying all the things that we're going to have. And what did I say? I said, 
movie nights, study sessions, cooking, monument Aww. jogs, picnics, like all the things like, like they don't, it doesn't need to cost money. It doesn't need to be extravagant, but just like we're spending time together. We're living like, mm-hmm. we're living. A I feel like we were all during freshman year, we were all very much on the same page with that saying like, we don't have to go get a gourmet meal every single night. And we would just like have a little picnic or just spend time with each other. That's all I want. Yeah. And we live in a city where so much is free. The museums are open. You can go into a museum. I need to. Art. And the monuments, like I know it's like touristy, but I feel like we have such like, like it's our home, but I like going to the monuments and being like, I love that. No shame. Are we supposed yeah. to apologize for going to the monuments? Absolutely not. Like no freshman year, I walked to the Lincoln probably five to seven times a week. It was amazing. Yeah. Like I'm on my walk and then have this multi-mile path she would follow. I know. I'm ready to go again. Get my steps oh, in. Remember Mallory's walks. <laughs> and I in the winter, I would be, I'd come back to my room and I would be numb, like completely red and numb because I just walked like two and a half miles outside in like 30 degree weather. And I would like lay under my covers and like try to like regain feeling in like my legs and my hands. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was fun. When you're walking past the apartment and the wind just howls past you. (laughs) I know. All the security guards, like, stare at me and they're like, who's this girl talking to herself on her phone that comes by every day alone? Like, (laughs) 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 we We knew each other. (laughs) Oh, man. The best for me, if we're going to talk about routes to walk Mm -hmm. in D.C. Foggy Bottom area, mine absolutely for sure is you go down h street but not the way up to listener you down the other way and get to that circle which i don't know what it's called near the saudi embassy i think the saudi embassy is probably the most beautiful embassy um i love it. i went remember ruby we went inside for the conference and so you walk past the saudi embassy and you get to the georgetown waterfront which is all this paved sort of sidewalk thing right on the water, right on the Potomac. And it is beautiful, especially in the morning. You see people walking their dogs. Well, this was pre-pandemic, so people weren't afraid to be next to each other. But um, it's lovely to go. I used to go on Sunday mornings. That was my little Sunday morning treat. And then I would go to Whole Foods and pick up my white tulips because those are my favorite flower. And I would get a fresh stem every week for my room. Oh, oh my gosh. So pretty. We'll have to do that. Sunday morning walks. Oh, Rose. Featured again. Showed another picture of Rose. She's upsetting me. I'm gonna come visit you. She's so cute. Oh my god. Can Rose give us a little bark? (laughs) Rose doesn't bark. She doesn't bark. The dog screams. He's like, ah! (laughs) Ruby, stop! What is, please tell your listeners, what is it that you tell your dog when he's being bad? I say, stop it, you're being a dummy. No, don't you say garage? Oh yeah, we tell him to go to the garage because (laughs) he's scared of it. (laughs) On the phone, I don't know if we were Zooming or if we were just on a FaceTime. I was on the phone with Ruby once. She was just walking around her house, out of that, doing whatever. 
And Ruby's dog starts by, she just goes, garage! And I was like, oh my God! experience in the garage other than he has to go in there and he, oh, has to get Ruby. Like he wants and he hates it garage just garage. out of nowhere oh and so literally i'll be laying in bed and he'll like start barking I'm like garage <laughs> i need to find something like that for stinky because she will not he's so stinky so just... cute it's all okay. about well i think we're coming up on the hour Wow. We have two minutes left on our Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, we're 56 minutes. So, do we want to choose a song to close it out on? Ooh. Yes. Natalie? I think Ruby should choose the song. What's a song that reminds you of friendship? Because I feel like today we talked a lot about friendship and what makes our hearts happy and things about each other, which was really sweet. I feel very I happy. Had a great time. Yeah. So. Gosh, I can't think of a song now. Mm. Um, less than a minute left. Ah. Less than a minute left. Ah! Okay. Okay. We're just going to close it out with. <laughs> I don't know. This is so much pressure. We can oh. edit the song in. Yeah, I'll just, I can edit the song in on um, Audacity because I know how to use it. <laughs> All right. Let's just throw this one in. Oh, no. Okay. Should we say our closing statements? Thank you all for joining us on this week's episode of This Virtual Life. I'm Ruby. Mallory. And Natalie. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. I love you. I'll see you very soon. Yes. Homeowners. 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 Yay. Guys, we can now watch so many move in to my apartment vlogs on YouTube. Like, yes. with reason, with a purpose. <laughs> with a yeah. purpose. All right, see you next week on This Virtual Life.